All right, all right, all right. Welcome to another edition of Shabbat Lounge. This is Matt. And Jake here. And we are coming to you in a long series here uh, called Prove It. And what number are we on, Jake? This is episode 11. 11. That's not the Roman numeral 2 at the top of your screen there. Yes, it does <laughs> kind of look like that. No, this is episode 11, <clears throat> Prove It. This is, the, I think, the last one. Last one. For our of this Prove It time. series. Yeah. So that means there's 10 others floating out there in the interwebs. Uh, if you Google Sabbath Lounge Prove It, you'll probably find it. And uh, so if you're just jumping here at the end, well, we don't care if you want to listen to these backwards. Uh, not backwards, backwards, but like backwards <laughs> order. Uh, you no can definitely do that. No secret messages. And there are backwards for you. And if you're listening to this in audio, there's a visual part that goes with it. And uh, we encourage you maybe to look at YouTube and you can see visuals. And we, we have been taking snippets of this and putting it in Instagram and TikTok just... Um, and, and even YouTube short, kind of, it's a little bit shorter form, format. So if you've seen pieces of this, just know longer pieces exist out there. Right. And Jake, what do they need to do? Uh, like, subscribe, and uh, ring that notification bell so that you'll know whenever we put out new content. That's right. And tell us what Prove It is about. What are you, what are you s- saying here? So what we are attempting to prove is that the Torah is to be kept in this day and age. It's... And if you look at our earlier videos, you'll see that the way we word it is that it's what we ought to be doing because that's what the scripture says. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and these are just our favorite New Testament verses showing that uh, we should be keeping Torah. And a lot of it is examples of the, our, if you will, our founding fathers. Um, that um, these early apostles and Yeshua and, himself and, and George. Washington Torah. keeping Torah? I don't think so. Oh. <laughs> Not those founding fathers. Oh. All right. All right. So here we go. Episode 11. <laughs> prove it. Lastly. Lastly, because technically this should be the last video. We'll see. Last one for now. Number, we, our order got a little off. Oh, so that's right. Because yeah, we, we changed the we order. We jumped ahead a little. So James 2, 8 says, If ye fulfill the royal law, according to the scripture, thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself, ye do well. So here we're being called to... So think with me, if you will. Okay, I like to think. Okay. We're being called to fulfill the law, just like Messiah was called. That means abolish. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> no. No. We are called also to fulfill the law, just as Messiah fulfilled the law. Right? And if you do that well, you will be loving your neighbor as yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. So that's Very the point good. there. And fulfill means to do. To do, Just in right. case you didn't not, know. Not to... Uh, not to abolish. Not to abolish, right. Because that didn't, that sentence would make no sense. Exactly. Okay, James two fourteen through twenty six. What doth it profit, my brethren, though a man say he hath faith and have not works? Can faith save him? If a brother or sister be naked and destitute of daily food, and one of you say unto them, Depart in peace, ye be warmed and filled, notwithstanding ye give them not those things which they are needful to the body, what does it profit? Doesn't do any good to just uh, no. say, go be clothed. No. 
Good luck to you. Right. Hope you get a job. Yep. Uh, then this continues. Right. Two seventeen says, "Even so, faith, if it hath not works, is dead, being alone." Yea, a man say, though he has faith, that I have works, show me thy faith without thy works, and I will show you my faith by my works. Thou believest that there is one Elohim, thou dost well. The devils also believe that and tremble. But wilt thou know, O vain man, that faith without works is dead? Man, he's laying it on here, isn't he? Yeah. 21, uh, James 2, 21 was not Abraham our fathers justified by works when he had offered Isaac his son upon the altar? Seest thou hast how faith wrought with his works, and by his works was faith made perfect. And the scripture was fulfilled, which said, Abraham believed Elohim, and it was imputed or credited unto him for righteousness. And he was called the friend of Elohim. I don't know about you, but... I'd pretty be I'd be pretty cool to be called the friend of Elohim. That would be nice. Yeah, yes. I'd be fine with that. And then twenty four, you see then how that by works a man is justified, and not by faith only. Likewise, also was not Rahab the harlot justified by works when she had received the messengers, for she had sent them out in another way. For as the body without the spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Jacob seems like I've heard a lot of people say that I can't uh, that uh, I can't earn my salvation. I don't have to do any work at all. No works. Um, yeah, that's a common theme, um, and that I think just gets thrown out there because to win an argument. Because uh, I don't think I believed that in mm. in church. Uh, so it's funny that the church would be saying that mm-hmm. to Torah folks now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's, like I said, just in order to try to win an argument. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good example. So, you know, what about if there's a preacher standing up in the pulpit and he's saying one thing, but then every weekend you see him down at the casino um, gambling away and going to the unsightly places and, you know, doing all kinds of crazy, terrible things. Um it would be, it would, uh, he probably wouldn't last long in that position, and people would be like, hey, uh, I think you're not the guy you said you were. And uh, he can't just say, well, I have faith, so yeah. I'm saved. Yeah. Um, because faith alone, right? That's yeah. the, that's the Good big luck one. keeping your job and keeping your congregation giving you money and you know passing the plate to, and live that lifestyle. It, it doesn't work, and many pastors have attempted but they they try to hide it. But when they get found out, they they a lot of times go to jail, and <laughs> uh, things do not end well for them. Yeah. And they are not considered a holy person uh, for a long time. Right. And I think I don't think it takes a lot of expounding on this. If you're yeah. if you're being honest with the text and what it's saying, you show your faith by your works. Yeah. It's not being. It's not that your works save you. Mm-hmm. It's both of them make one thing. You need both. You yeah. need faith and you need works. And he's kind of sarcastic here because he's almost like, uh, so, you know, Rahab. If, you know, he doesn't say this, but he's, it's kind of like what he's not saying. You know, what if Rahab, the spies come to her and she's like, well, 
Good luck to you. I hope you don't get caught. But I we believe, wouldn't read. I a, believe you'll be yes, safe. I believe because I have faith. Yeah. And she just doesn't do anything. We wouldn't. We wouldn't know her name. Right. She wouldn't even be written about because there may have been other people that did that. Um, but she did something. It was her actions. Um, and so that that yeah. It, it is a crazy scripture that people overlook this, and it's clearly that uh, our actions show what you believe. But we, we believe it about everything else. You know, we believe it about the guy that comes and knocks on your door and tries to sell you something, and he talks a good game about how when you have a problem, you just pick up that phone and you call me, and I'll come right there and I'll solve it, you know. And they tell you all this stuff, and you know, eh, that guy's not going to be there. <laughs> and, 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 but... Uh, you know, and so if, if so, for some reason you trust this guy and you sign up for whatever thing he's selling, and sure enough, you try it out. There's a problem, and yeah, you can't find him. Can't find. And him. so uh, you know that um, you know uh, we we judge companies this way a lot of times by uh, what they do, and a lot of times companies are notorious for sell overselling themselves and under delivering. Which um, and, and and that is their works. We judge them by their works. Yep. Yeah, it's uh, you talk the talk, but do you walk the walk? Mm-hmm. That's what James is saying here. Yeah, yeah. Um, brother of Messiah, actual name Yaakov, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and he he gets onto him here too. You say that uh, you have faith without works. Uh, and yet the devil, the devils also believe. Yeah, I mean he's he's so taunting it's, them. It's not a, it's not a men- enough to have a mental ascension to realizing Yeshua is Messiah. Mm-hmm. That doesn't do it. Yeah, you have it's to almost, walk it out. It's almost like you can see James in the background going, "Bravo!" Even the devils believe that. I mean, you know, that's I mean, not how I pictured it, but <laughs> that's how I pictured it. <laughs> so he's, you know, I, I hear this tone in him, yeah. and he's just like, yeah. "Good job, yeah, yeah great, great." That doesn't impress. That's not going to help you. That, yeah. So he's saying that means nothing if your actions do not line up with your what you're declaring as mm-hmm. faith. Then you're not actually faithful. Mm-hmm. You know, you you have to your faith has to. <clears throat> has to create a lifestyle. Yeah. It's it's uh, uh, belief d- isn't belief if you if you're not living it. Yeah. It's- well, and we live every part the rest of our lives we live this way, you know. We we shake a man's hand and we come to an agreement or whatever we say we're going to do something and we have this understanding, this trust that they are going to do this thing, this work. And if they don't do it, then they're not there. You know, we judge them and we go, well, this guy, he, you know, he's all hat and no cattle. He's not a man of his word. Right. And we live our lives this way, but for some reason we didn't apply it to this faith piece. Yeah, and, I, think, I think because faith and belief uh, is taught as what you think in your mind. Right. It's not what you think in your mind. It's what you think and do. It's... Uh, it's Shema, right? Mm-hmm. To yeah. hear and do. Yeah. yeah. All right. Next. And then First Timothy 1, 8 through 10. But we know that the law is good. And if a man 
if a man use it lawfully, knowing this, that the law is not made for a righteous man, but for the lawless and disobedient, for the ungodly, for the sinners, for the unholy, the profane, the murderers, and fathers, and murderers of mothers, for manslayers. And then he goes on to say, and as such a one were you. As such a one were you. And so he's saying... Is that the next one? No. I didn't include all that because it's... uh, Yeah. uh, Maybe I did. Let's see. Yeah. (laughs) For horror mongers, for them that defile themselves with mankind, for the men stealers, for liars, for perjured persons, and if there be any other thing that is contrary to sound doctrine. What's a men stealer? Uh, I think they're women of the night. No, oh. I, I, I don't know. It's probably like a kidnapper or something. Uh, holding someone for ransom or something. Uh, but, so here's the thing. A lot of times, what we hear about in... Uh, is that the well we'll do the things that are repeated in the new testament have you heard this argument like uh uh well it only still counts Mm. if it was uh reiterated in Mm. the new testament well here and there's another good example that we'll come to later um here he says uh the law is not made for a righteous man, but for people that do, these are lawless people. Mm-hmm. Lawless people do these and these and these and these, and we go, okay, yeah, that's all, uh, all good. And we forget this part. If there's any other thing contrary to sound doctrine, sound doctrine says keep the Sabbath. Yeah. Sound doctrine says keep the feast. Sound doctrine says mm-hmm. eat clean, mm-hmm. and all the other things. Right. Sound doctrine says uh, make when you build your house, make it safe so people don't fall and hurt mm-hmm. themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. So it, it's ways of loving your neighbor. Yeah. So tell me something, Matt. So we're, we, we're, in our first episode, we started off saying Scripture cannot contradict Scripture. Right. Right? So if our understanding of the law is that it is bondage, mm-hmm. how also is he here saying the law is good? Yeah, it doesn't. That sounds contradictory. doesn't make sense. Right. Yeah. So there's a fundamental flaw if you're going to call it bondage and, uh, you know, death to you. Here he's saying it's good if a man use it lawfully. And that's the contention throughout the whole of the New Testament is they were not using it lawfully. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that happens a lot. You know, people don't understand. They look at the Pharisees who Yeshua railed against for not following, for adding to Torah, and they assume that anybody that's following Torah is the, are the Pharisees. And I'm like, no, don't assume that we're the Pharisees. Uh, that's that's incorrect. But I think for some reason a lot of people on the outside looking in jump straight to that we must be Pharisees. And I think it's because when, at least this is my understanding, is when you point out that scripture says to do certain things or not do certain things and that being askew from that is sinful the person here is you calling them a sinner 
Yeah. And they yeah. don't like that. Yeah. And so they feel attacked. Mm-hmm. And so they say, oh, that's what the Pharisees did. They attacked people for not being yeah. not being lawful enough. Yeah, and, and actually what they don't realize is, you know, if you can, if we can be mature and, and not like kids in the matter, <laughs> and it's hard sometimes to not be immature about all of this, but... If we can be more grown up, we, we, we should be able to recognize that really what it is, is there is the spirit of Yeshua living in them a little bit here, mm-hmm. or it would not have convicted them. Right. And they can either listen to that and try to figure out the conflict that they're feeling, or they just fight it. And, uh, and so I guess, you know, and that's where, that's, if you're listening to this, you're probably someplace where either you're trying to figure it out or you've already crossed over like we have and we went we went through that period of time where we we had to wrestle with this and it did upset you and it was very conflicting and it was really hard to wrap your mind and around convicting and it did make you angry and then sometimes you're angry because you, the the more you dove into it the more convicted you became <laughs> yeah and, and you're like I thought I was doing all right. Yeah. And look, this is showing me how yeah. far off I really was. Mm-hmm. And most people just aren't willing to to destroy their their doctrine, if you will, to, mm-hmm. to break it down. And, and, and it really makes that parable of new wineskins have a, a new meaning when you realize that that that's what we had to do. We had to take uh, the, the old wineskins, we had to kind of throw them away, and we had to have new wineskins to hold the new wine. Right. And and if you're not willing to restructure and rework that uh, and put that new uh, wine skin on, then the new wine is not going to stay in very well. Right. And I think that's something that um that I find interesting and I find it uh maybe I I don't know. I found it important to bring up in a discussion is look, I was where you are yeah i've already i've already argued against all of this stuff Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. so if you bring another point that i haven't considered i will consider it but the ones you're bringing i've already spent months and months Mm -hmm. trying to wrestle with it yeah so when i so it it comes across as um to people i believe as kind of know-it-all-y yeah. or like holier-than-thou to them. Mm-hmm. But the point is, I'm not just jumping into this. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they don't see all the time you've spent researching it before you just, yeah. because it costs. You have to count the cost. Mm-hmm. And the cost is you have to change the way you're living, admit you're wrong, and about a lot of things. Yeah, At least for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, in a lot of ways, if you're familiar with uh, people who have been addicted to substances, it's the same process. You know, when somebody's been addicted to a substance, they have to change their the, the, who they hang out with, the things that they play with, you know, enjoy their free time. They have to change all those things, or they just get right back into their old ways. And, and in a lot of ways, this is that you have to break free into this new thinking and it um, unfortunately is means you change a lot of stuff sometimes your lifestyle and and it puts a strain on friendships and you know a lot of people just when they start finding that out that's when some people go well that was neat but i can't do that right yeah and that's the uh blown by every doctrine that's the the seed that falls on Mm -hmm. the 
this shallow the, soil and the, yeah springs right up and then the heat of the day burns it away exactly you know? and um, unfortunately we definitely you know you if you're listening to this you probably know people that have done this yep. in different ways yeah so it's so anyway <clears throat> back to the horror mongering right and the men stealers <laughs> right that's the important thing so yes if there be anything other that's contrary to sound doctrine that's everything in the torah he just brought <laughs> he uses a short little sentence mm-hmm. there to cover everything yeah But he's given you some examples also in case you need an illustration. And then 2 Timothy 3, 16 through 17. All scripture is given by inspiration of Elohim and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction and righteousness, that the man of Elohim may be perfect, thoroughly furnished into all good works. Okay. I've heard this scripture before, Jake. Uh, Me too. And... You know, I've used this scripture a lot in discussion, and I, for the life of me, Matt, cannot get an answer on it. This always gets derailed into some off-subject thing. Uh, So if you have an answer to this, put it in the comments. Okay. All scripture. What is scripture? The Torah, the Word, to the these, Bible. To, to these guys, right. Oh, they, they didn't have the New Testament. Let's start right there. Right. They didn't have Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, okay. Acts, any of this right now. Okay, so... They didn't, you know, Timothy was just a letter that written to a group of people, and uh, that's all this is right now. Right. Sure, inspired, mm-hmm. but still a letter to... Anyway, it was given by inspiration of Elohim. We all know that. We yeah. all know, we all agree. Old test, we'll call it Old Testament, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, for for uh, commonality here. Inspired, yes. It's also profitable for doctrine. Okay, mm-hmm. all scripture is profitable for doctrine. All scripture is profitable for reproof. All scripture is profitable for correction. And for instruction in righteousness. Now, listen. If all scripture is profitable for instruction in righteousness, then when I point to the instruction to not eat certain animals, Mm. is that scripture good for that? Is it profitable for that? Yes. But not if you say it doesn't apply, then... How can it how can it be profitable if there's an, if it's gone? It can't be profitable for instruction if it's gone. I mean, it's as this question is as simple as that. Yeah. And to me, you could pull this verse alone out and prove we should be keeping Torah. Yeah. But especially in the context of scripture was the Torah and the prophets. Right. And that's what he's referring to. And he's saying that is profitable for doctrine, you know, that particular thing. Right. So if think about this word reproof. If I come what is reproof? I come to you and to say prove something. Hey, well it what it is is I come to you and say, hey, this is not the right way. This over here is it's the like right inst- way. Can, uh, okay. Um, it's like uh, yeah, it's kinda like uh um I'm Proving it to you again. I'm, in show, I'm showing you the right direction. Yeah. Okay. 
So if, I, if I'm gonna call out a wrong direction that you're doing and reprove your actions through Torah, and I say, hey, Matt, this in the Torah says don't eat certain meats. You can't, you can't say, well, that's not, no, that doesn't work because mm -hmm. you're calling it unprofitable for reproving you. You're saying mm -hmm. you can't be reproved into right think with the Torah is what you have to be saying. Yeah. So it's, if you have an answer to that that isn't contradictory, let us know. So, Jake, why do we do this? Uh, to be saved, Matt. We keep the Torah to be saved. Wait a minute. Don't take that out of, don't uh, snippet <laughs> that and uh, post it all over the interwebs. Um, so here is a good verse that explains this to me. All right. 2 Corinthians thirteen seven. Now I pray to Elohim that ye do no evil, not that we should appear approved, but that ye should do that which is honest, though we be as reprobates. Oh, so we don't do it to appear approved. We do it so we are doing what was what is honest. We do it so that we do no evil. Hmm. Even though we're fallen, broken pots, all yeah, this stuff. Reprobate, repro, what was Reprobates. That? Yes, that seems like a bad thing. It is. That's a so. very Romans 1, Paul kind of lingo there. Mm -hmm. Being given over to a reprobate mind. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah. So... So, and it basically is similar to the scripture about our righteousness is filthy rags. Yeah, so, very similar to um, that. So, it's the same kind of thinking. And so, even though it is, we still strive for yeah, that, and it, that righteous living, that, those true. righteous works. Yeah, and, and, and that's what I heard today. I heard some people talking about, on something about this and talking about, you know, their that you can't earn anything, that you can't earn your salvation. But they were actually saying, this was a Christian podcast, and they were actually saying you should you should try to be about the things that the Father wants you to be. But they were coming from a Christian perspective. But it's just interesting how some people, they they feel like they have to dance around it so much and, and talk a lot about, yes, it's not your actions that save you, uh, but you, sh but you know, so they'll say it there, but and then at the same time they will say, well, you should be there should be proof, fruits in your life that right. you've got fruits of the spirit. Well, you know, fruits of the spirit are, are oh, works, actions, works. actions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's just interesting that uh, the way it's funny how we can be saying the them. same thing and be mm -hmm. meaning different things. Yeah, yeah. And I think that in essence, a lot of people hear what we're saying sometimes, and they don't realize. We are saying the same thing. We're talking about the fruits of the Spirit. And you don't g get these fruits of the Spirit if you're doing whatever you want. It right. just isn't going to get you there. You know, the world is full of people who do whatever they want. Have you noticed that, Jake? Uh, no. <laughs> and that's another that's thing. That's sarcasm, by the way. Another thing that gets me is, you know, a lot of people have said things recently about, well, the Torah is written in our hearts. I'm like, well, that's going so well right now. And so, you know, I'm just like, 
if you follow that argument out a little bit, it's like so. If that if everyone has the Torah written in their hearts, then we're all on the same page. Then why aren't we all on the same page? Why do we have so many denominations? Why do we have so many people fighting and arguing and and then all the crazy things that people are doing? I'm like, I, I don't see that. Right. So I wish it were true, but I don't see that it's true. Well, I think there's not uh, evidence. There's there's no works for me uh, to see here that would prove to me that that's happening. Right. So. Yeah, because we did in a couple episodes back uh, talking about when the new covenant comes up, what that means, that the law is written on your heart. It means that you will do it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, I mean, we see certain people doing it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, the, the thing that can't be done. Yeah, <laughs> we right. We see you certain people done. doing the thing mm-hmm. that can't be done. Uh, well, and then also that that's a good point that you, because in Deuteronomy, when they're standing at Mount Gerizim and Ebal, and, and they're at the blessing and curses, and in the section, you know, right after he gives them all the blessing part, then he lists the curses part, and one of the things he says about the curses is when you refuse to not do it, when you refuse to not follow and not do what I've asked you to do. And, you know... It just doesn't make sense that that God would make this set of rules that were impossible and then be mad at people when they couldn't fulfill them. And then um, go, eh, never mind. I yeah, mean. it just makes him to be kind of crazy. And I think that sometimes atheists look at some of this logic and they see it, and they'll bring it up, and sometimes people don't have a good answer and kind of get freaked out because they don't know. They, they, because they realize if they're intellectually honest, there's some things they're like, yeah, I don't really understand this either. But well, then they d- it just turns into uh, respouting the platitudes, right? I mean, it's, yeah, it's it's that event where you're in a dialogue with someone and you say something. They're they're real good at spouting the talking points, and then you say something that's that's contrary to the counter to the talking points that they haven't heard and they they kind of have like this freeze moment and then they go back to talking points yeah don't even address what you said Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and that's how you know oh there's something there that they realized that they they didn't have an answer for yeah maybe they'll go think on that later yeah yeah uh so let's see if we have another i think that might be it so yeah, we are coming to the end here of episode 11, and so if you just joined at 11, well, there's 10 more of these, Jake. Right. So start with number one, and that's going to give you the, the lead up to how we want to present this stuff and where we're coming from so we all start on the same page. Uh, and then now that you've reached the end, we had, well, you'll have to go to episode 10 now to find the how many verses we put together here but um uh we have hours <laughs> of listening for you right here right but it was in the 70s 80s mm-hmm. verses yeah that, and yeah. and that's you know uh each one isn't just one verse it's several verses most of the time but um we'll just call it 70 some 80 some verses that mm-hmm. that we think prove we should be keeping this the torah uh, in this day and age. And, and could uh, you possibly find more? Yeah. Yeah. Probably good. Yeah. These are like our, our top ones. So yeah. if you find 
let's see your list in the comments there uh, of the verses proving we shouldn't be keeping Torah because I think that's a pretty slim set of verses. Yep. yep. Uh, and then when you realize you're creating a whole doctrine around these five verses, <laughs> then uh, that should uh, probably tell, tell you something. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So we encourage you to listen, to share this with your friends, uh, share this on social media, subscribe, like, comment, please give a shofar. And we have to thank a very special person that listens to us, Jake. And who is that, Jake? That gives, always gives us shofars. And I think they're related to you or something. That would be so. Aunt Debbie. Yes. So Thank you for the, the shofars. Yes, and so, and Debbie, if you've made it this far, <laughs> I, I hope that you have, and we really appreciate it. So she's always right. commenting and liking and saying something. So we appreciate her, and uh, we appreciate anybody that gives us a like and comment. So. Right. Anyway, and there are not shofars in there, and so uh, she sometimes does ram horns or something. So and that works. Rams, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I think that's it. Jake, anything else? Uh, I think that concludes our extensive series. All right. Prove it. Prove it. All right. Well, this is Matt. And Jake. Signing out.